You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. In the meantime, Christmas is coming. A lot of people will be indulgent and they don't want to leave their pets out. So they give them some sort of Prosecco, which is called Paw Secco. This is not Hollywood, California. This seems to be Europe. And Pete Weatherburn is here from Bray Vet and Old Connor in Bray. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Declan. People have gone mad. Completely mad. This is either total indulgence or a bit of fun, depending on which way you see it. Prosecco is uh, um, the name of a drink, which obviously sounds just like Prosecco, but it's not carbonated. It doesn't contain any grapes because they're poisonous to dogs. Um, and they say it's been um, designed with the advice of veterinary experts as well as taste testing by both dogs and cats, and it contains a blend of elderflower, nettles, ginseng, and lime flower. And there's, there's, a, there's a, um, a rosé and a white version. There you go. I mean, those things, they're, they're not cheap. That's two ninety nine for a little bottle of this stuff. Um, and I'm sure the animals are intrigued by it. But I don't know if they'll lap it up quite the same way that humans lap up Prosecco. And it's to do with humans transferring human characteristics Completely. to dogs. And there's actually there's a, there's a craft beer for dogs. And the best bit about the craft beer is the name, and it's called Bottom Sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, again, it's a non-carbonated, carbonate, non-alcoholic drink, and it's got all sorts of ingredients like barley and malt and dandelion so you can kind of see um, it's got a beer like bunch of ingredients but it also contains chicken flavoring which isn't something which uh, we humans would like perhaps in our, in our, in our beer like drinks but dogs well yes they probably do enjoy that one anyway these are available from Aldi and they're, they're part of the, the, the run up to Christmas and trying to get customers in and no, they're trying, trying to yeah, get people part with their money to look after their pets because <laughs> the pets will miss them listen there's far better ways you can look after your pet than buying them bottom sniffer beer and Prosecco drinks. But anyway, there you go. Yeah, um, and what, what other nonsense are there for dogs? What, what's good and what's bad? I mean, do they put everything into their mouths or are they very discerning? Yeah. And all that? It, it, um, cats are very discerning, whereas dogs tend to just grab anything with their mouths. That's just the way the two different species work. I, I think... If you want to indulge your pets, and a lot of people do, and I think that's fine. They're part, people see them as part of their family, and why not include them at Christmas? But you should go for stuff that's genuinely useful rather than just tat. So, you know, um, what I really like, for example, is there's a new range of dog toys called Canine Connectables. What they are is they're kind of, they're like Lego, but they're slightly soft, pliable rubber, so that you can clip them together in, in kind of like a... Um, Concoction like diff- like um, same way as if you can imagine long bits of Lego that you can clip together. That's what these are like, but they're in soft, chewable rubber. And at each connection point, you put in a few bits of food. So what happens is, as the dog grabs it and pulls it apart, they get occasional treats as the bits of food fall out. So what this means is it's a way of encouraging your dog to chew things, which is good for their teeth and good for their, good for their minds, um, and it occupies their attention as well. Uh, and they like doing it because they get 
as well as enjoying the chewing, they actually get rewards halfway through each dismantling, they get another little food reward. So they're called canine connectables and you find them online and it's the, the letter K and the number nine connectables. Um, they're a great idea. Of course, the, the long-standing one that's been there for years is the Kong, the, the, the red rubber toys, which you, they're kind of dumbbell-shaped and you, you um, stuff them with food and put them in the deep freeze. Those are great things. So if, if you want to get something that's genuinely useful... You know, choose those kind of interactive toys, um, things which the animals will really enjoy and it will be good for them as well. Probably one of the most common things that we see that's negative about modern day dogs, especially, is that they get bored because they don't get walked enough and they've got long days just sitting around, not much happening. So if you can use um, modern, well-designed, functional toys to occupy their attention and uh, to make them less bored, that's a really good thing. Yeah, very good. Mm. Um, but trinkets and things like that can be... Mm. I mean, you know, we were talking about Christmas, and it's not just Christmas dinner, but there'll be Christmas parties and things, and people say, oh, look at the gorgeous uh, dog that you've got going around. I'll just drop this little bit of something or other that I'm eating because uh, I've been <laughs> kind to the dog and everything. And then maybe there's a reaction the next day from the dog and the owner's cleaning up the house, you know? Sure, the biggest problem that we see over over the Christmas period with pets is overindulgence. They literally just, they eat too much stuff and they eat too much of the wrong stuff. And you do get the occasional accidents, like cocktail sticks can be really dangerous things because we humans know, well, it's not good to swallow those. Animals don't know that. So if a dog sees a, a sausage that's got a, a cocktail stick through the middle, the dog will just grab the, co- grab the whole thing and swallow it. And, and it's only later on then that the cocktail stick um, gets stuck further down the digestive tract and then the, the, the animal falls ill and the, the vet's got to work out what's going on there, which is quite tricky because ex- cocktail sticks don't show up on x-ray, so it's quite a tricky diagnosis to make. Then, of course, it can be very difficult to remove them. So you do have to be a little cautious, but you know, without wanting to spoil anybody's fun. Right, so back to the original, the paw seccos mm. and all that, do mm. they have to be approved by anybody before you can actually put uh, suitable for animals on the tin? They, they, there's, there's regulations on, on pet food and, and, and on pet treats, so they have to make things fundamentally have to be safe and, um, you know, not causing any harm. Now, whether they have to be actually good for the pet, that's another question. I think there are definitions there. So if you sell com- what's called complete pet food, it has to be complete. That means it has to have everything the pet needs to exist on. Whereas if you, if you look at the details of some of these bags, it does say complementary, complementary pet food. And that means that it's kind of like a, a treat, if you like. And that's, I think, I suspect the, the Prosecco and the bottom sniffer beer will probably fall into, into, into those sections. Just <laughs> a bit of fun. All right. Pete Weatherburn, thanks very much indeed uh, for dropping in and explaining all that. So when you see it anyway, that's the story. And Pete has a website, which is petethevet.com for all the questions. And uh, you have questions coming in from all over the place, I see. I do. It's around the world, actually. Yeah, it's one of the great yeah. things about the internet. I get, especially what I see, enjoy... they don't know you. They think you're, you know, you're okay, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the ones in place where there are no vets. Places like Fiji and Mauritius, where, where they, they just haven't got a, a, a local pet vet, and they've got genuine, seriously ill pets, and they, they, they want a little bit of help. It's great to be able to help them on those occasions. Very good. Okay, Peter Weatherburn, thanks very much indeed. Thank you.